the green light for lab-grown meat to be sold in American restaurants and supermarkets could be big business for a New Zealand company producing the seeds the flesh can be cultivated from. In a first, two companies have US Department of Agriculture approval to sell lab-grown meat commercially. It's only the second country after Singapore to green light the cultivated meat that comes from livestock cells that are fed and growing in vats. University of Canterbury biochemist Olivia Ogilvie is the co-founder and chief executive of Opo Bio, which harvests and develops the animal cells or meat seeds for the cultivated meat industry. She says the US approvals could open up significant markets for them. We supply the seeds, which you can think of, or the cells, which you can think of as a seed. Um, So the starting ingredients that go into making meat without an animal. And do those seeds, as you call them, are they meat? Do they actually have meat in them? Do they come from an animal? Yeah. Yeah, so what we do is we take a sample of tissue from an animal and from it we extract the cells that grow into meat, so things that form muscle, fat and connective tissue. And we then make those cells or seeds good at growing outside of the animal. And so there's a whole lot of science involved in that process um, and adapting them to grow without the animal. And that's where our expertise is. I can only imagine that. But in my head, I'm trying to think about how this grows. Does it grow in a dish? Does it grow in a roasting dish? Does it grow in a barrel? I mean, how does it grow and how big does it get? Yeah, so basically what it will look like when it's actually being produced for us to eat will be more like a brewery. So a big um, commercial bioreact, as we call them, but they're very similar to what we use to brew beer, a controlled, temperature-controlled environment for the cells to grow in. What shape is it? Because people are used to having a, I know it sounds weird, they're used to having a steak <coughs> that is a certain shape or a piece of chicken that looks like a drumstick. So when yeah. it grows, is it a barrel shape? What does it look like? Yeah, so what most companies are doing at the moment, um, because the technology is so early, they're growing them in a single cell suspension. Um, So the cells are growing essentially floating in solution and companies harvest that and then use food processing to make it into a structured product. Um, Making structured foods like a steak or a chicken drumstick is the ultimate goal, but the technology is just nowhere close to that yet, I'd say. I have to confess, this is not making me feel hungry. <laughs> um, I imagine you've you've eaten the product. I haven't actually. So we, wow. since we don't make in products, um, I haven't actually had the opportunity to try it. And on top of that, because there's not many places, slash, there's one place in Singapore you can buy it at the moment before this approval. So I haven't even been able to buy it. What do you know about the texture of it and the feel of it and how close it is to actual meat? Yeah, so I think people, like, obviously the people who are trying it are probably, like, proponents of it. Um, But most people who try it say that it does look, cook, and taste like meat, like the product that it's trying to replicate. And there's some really awesome, if you Google, for example, wild-type salmon, you'll see some products which look identical to salmon, but they're made out of cultivated meat. And when you start seeing what companies are creating – I think it changes like the whole way that the technology is perceived because you're like, wow, this actually looks like a food that I eat and I can't really tell the difference. So how long does it take to grow a slab of meat? Uh, Companies that are doing it um, regularly say that it takes around six weeks. 
but it really does depend on the technical approach that the company's using. So it is a lot quicker to create products than raising an animal for a couple of years as well. Are you doing New Zealand farmers out of a job or where do you see this fitting? I think the way that we see this is that it's an and, not an or, to the conventional meat industry. So we don't think cultivated meat is going to tomorrow replace traditional agriculture. It's probably never going to do that. Um, By 2050, we need 70% more meat to feed the world. And pretty likely that we can't do that by growing 70% more animals. So we see this as one of those potential solutions to increase the production of food or protein for the world. And New Zealand Zealand meat is like so much different to meat in the US and all over the world. Um, And I think we in New Zealand are just in a really privileged place and need to remember that we don't use feedlot farming like most countries do. So potentially the market is huge. I'm just wondering how you account for the ick factor because I think there probably is one for a lot of people. Yeah, definitely. So we did some consumer research with Massey University um, through the academic association that we have last year. And what we found in a study of 600 residents in New Zealand was that around half of people were aware of cultivated meat in New Zealand, which we were actually pretty surprised about. And 67% of people were willing to try it. Um, And this is relatively consistent across the world that most people are willing to try it if it does look, cook and taste like meat. And of those 67%, 47% were willing to eat it regularly. And that is Canterbury biochemist Olivia Ogilvy.